Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
one of the greatest soul-stirring voices of the 20th century, Mr. Joe Lagan of the Mighty Clouds of Joy.
Yes.
I don't know about you, but I can't make it by myself. Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning, family and friends. Amen. Don't even try it. If I were you, I wouldn't even try to make it by myself. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. morning. God bless you this morning. How are you? Good. Thank you. Amen. I'm well. I don't know if my music was playing through because uh, my other line, I looked I looked up, I had dropped my other line, so I had to get in on another line. Okay. Amen. But I'm in here. God bless you this morning, mighty man of God. Amen. I uh, uh, I thought you was my auntie. My auntie line usually showed up mid-southeast Texas. Oh, bless your papa. And then there's the other, there's my other auntie, amen, Prophet Dixon. Amen. Let me see. No, you, you wasn't there with us, amen. You wasn't there with us at a, a, the, bap, the baptizing preacher church. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, ain't that? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's my auntie Spartan partner. Uh, Apostle Augustine, that's my friend. Amen. And here's my other friend. Amen. Uh, a 500 fortune. Amen. A uh, friend of mine for the family. For the family of faith. Amen. I'm so glad to have him here with us this morning. Amen. Amen. Uh, a wonderful man of God, loved peoples, amen, um, have already, God has already put in his heart how to solve the economic crisis, amen, in one's life, amen. amen. And, and, and he have a plan. This plan, this plan is fireproof. Even your three-year-old could use this plan, amen, and be successful. So, Amen. Mm-hmm. We're going to bring it to the forefront as soon as we finish, amen, praying, uh, um, and, and the Lord begin to uh, add whom he's going to add uh, here. Um, I want to uh, <clears throat> open the door up, amen, and let him greet the house before we go into the word. The word of God this morning, uh, I'm going to pray right quick. The word. Well, I'll let him come in with prayer. The word of God will be uh, this morning. He put something in my spirit, and what the Lord put in my spirit this morning as I, uh, um, I, I, I I never prepare a message because every time I prepare my message, when I do get in here in the study, he always gives me his message. So from now on, I don't even prepare. I just continue to read his word, amen. And I, I, I trust and I thank the Lord this morning, amen, for his word. I believe it's around uh, Mark 8. Mark eight twenty six or thirty five somewhere around there. Well, uh, we're talking about all this gain, but losing the soul. Amen. And uh, uh, thereafter, I believe over in John, John, I'm gonna have to look back over it again. John twelve, I think it was John twelve, something, but we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, Heavenly Father. Oh, that's right. Amen, amen, amen. Brother, if you will, open us up in prayer this morning. Man of God, greet the house. Let us know who you are. You can do it before your prayer, after your prayer, however you want to do it. Amen. It's all on you, brother. Come on, Apostle. Yes. uh, I, uh, can you hear me? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, good. What's up? Yeah, my name is called the wrong way. Uh, I'm a minister. And uh, I'm a black Hebrew. I recognize who I am in, in the scriptures. And I think we've reached that point now where an awakening is occurring. And it's all over the Internet, too. Uh, people are beginning to recognize who we really are in that we fit the, the description of the prophecies. And that's what does it more than anything is that no one else in the world fits a description of God's chosen people other than those of us who were the descendants of slaves, of black slaves. And then we realized that we were actually sold by Africans uh, because we were not believing their belief systems. We had our own belief systems because we were black Hebrews and uh, we didn't serve uh, uh, their deities and uh, so here is where uh, the truth is setting us free. And just as the light uh, of 
of the sun removes all the darkness before its face, that's what the truth does to the lie. It, it, it is out. The lie cannot stand uh, the light of the, of the truth, and so it has to flee once the truth yeah, is spoken. Yeah. See, the uh, scriptures also helps us to understand that we have to look to the Word of God in His living creation. Very seldom have we been told that the Word of God. Is his creation. But in Psalms, the 19th stanza, verse 1, it says, Heavens declare the glory of God. And it tells the hands, it tells us his handiwork. Yeah, yes, it does. What we're dealing with, we're dealing with understanding the ways of God instead of the ways of man. Because we're in the condition we're in because we're operating and following the words of men for the most part, because no one has really taught us all of the words of truth that we need in order to become the, the full-fledged adult spiritual mind that would be of the mind of Christ. So the battle really is we're dealing with is in the mind. We're dealing with having a sane and sound mind of the Christ who was operated by love for the brothers and sisters in the family of God. Mm. So the scriptures say, let this mind be in you that was in Christ. Let this sanity, let this soundness of mind that Christ had be in our minds. Because we live in a crazy world. The majority of the people are, are operating in insanity this, in this world. They're functioning on different levels of insanity. And that's why every day on the news we hear war, reports of war, domestic violence, murder, rape, and the beat goes on and on because we're dealing with people whose minds are not sound and, and not sane. And, 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 and you know what? Hold that, hold that thought right there because this is going to get deep. Let me, let me open up and pray. Hold that thought because cool. when you said that, when you said that, my mind went on who would shoot that 13-year-old boy multiple times. I can understand an accident. Father, we thank you this morning. We, 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 we just glorify your name. Lord, didn't feel like even trying to set on this morning. But, Lord, we can't do without you. We repent this morning, Father, Lord, for the situation that we find ourselves in this morning. Only your sovereign God, Lord, can give us the answer. And Father, Lord, help us to get our eyes on you today, not on the president, but we pray for the cabinet and him, but we know God the turn of the century. We know about the Byzantine, the Edomites, the Gentiles. We know, God, that how things change, a new ruler come in. We know about how that Joseph, amen, was in Egypt, and hallelujah. And when the king died, Father, Lord, they didn't remember your people, Father. Father, likewise today, God, we don't remember you, Father. Oh, God, destroy that thing today that is hovering over your people right now. Look upon us this morning, Father. You know what we need. You created us, Lord. Death and life is in the power of our mouth, Father. And we speak life this morning. We speak, God, over every unjust regime. We command that thing to come down. 
And we pray Amen. that ears will become subject this morning, Father Lord, that our eyes will be focused, hallelujah, on this word, God, that we may be able to not just be a participant, a spectator, Lord, but we can participate in the hope and the glory, God, and the richness of your glory that you have bestowed and set aside for those that will seek your face, Lord. Help us this morning, Father Lord, in this word, and, and the man of God, help him to illustrate what he's saying today so that somebody, Father Lord, around the earth will hear the truth this morning, Father, and, and they will find themselves coming after you, Father. We denounce ourselves and and everything that we have uh, asserted ourselves to, Father, we know your word. It said, what profit a man to gain this world and lose his soul? Father, thank you for your word, Lord, that, 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 that we, Lord, won't profit, Father, off of people's and profit, amen, uh, 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 through anything but this word, Lord. Help us to have your word this morning, Father, Lord, and help this uh, uh, morning, amen, uh, work in our hearts, Lord, today. Forgive us of our sins, Lord. And, Deliver us and bring us back again that we may show ourselves, Lord, to this nation, Father, and your people will come running hard after you. Lord, bless our producer, Robin Lynn, this morning, Father. We ask your Father, Lord, that you bestow good health and wealth upon that woman of God, Father. Bless her, Father. Give her what she stand in need of. I bind every spirit of sickness, disease, poverty, and any other light thing that is not holy and righteous to try and, amen, to cling to, amen, the bones of this woman, Father. And pray for Mary, Father, Lord, Pastor Mary, her birthday. God, thank you, Lord, that she and all the rest of the saints of God, amen, Mother Washington, amen, and all the prophetess. I just bless the Lord for all the people that you have placed, amen, oh, wow, in this circle of love. Bless the apostle that's with us this morning. Bless the apostle that's with us this morning. We ask you, Father, to be moved by your spirit right now. Let your holy will be done. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, amen, and amen. Amen. Go ahead, man of God. Yes. Uh, yeah, we live in, in a world that uh, we have people that are operating on different levels of insanity. They're functional, just like a functional alcoholic. He can... He's an alcoholic, but he can function, keep a job, etc. That's how we have people operating with their sanity. They're functionally insane, but they can operate, maintain themselves without needing to be institutionalized. But what we have here is 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 the battle is is in the mind. The, the war is in the mind. It's a battle for the minds of men to believe the truth of God or to believe the lie. And if we believe the truth. We are students and disciples of the truth. We believe the lie. We become the students and disciples of the lie. And this is where everyone has to make their choices in life. And, and, but we're dealing with, we're dealing with a, a fact of the matter of love being a criteria mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. soundness of mind is and what saying sanity is, what the mind uh-huh. of Christ is. Love is the most important part of our understanding in, in order for us to get out of this insane thinking because only people who intentionally hurt people who intentionally hurt other people or intentionally hurt themselves they're not thinking clear and they certainly don't have love for themselves there's no love here when people act this way and so what we're finding out here is that selfishness is the opposite of love 
See, insanity is the opposite of love. Disrespecting people and hurting people is the opposite of love. All of these things can go under the realm of, 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 a, of, a, of an unsound mind. And so this is what we're dealing with. We, we want to think clear. We want to think straight. And, it, and, and this is why we've we been counseled to let this mind be in you that was in the Christ mind. Because we need our sanity. Because that's what the world do not have. See, Satan the devil is, is insane. And we never often, we don't hear that often, but we know he's evil and wicked, but he's also insane. He's thinking is off. And all those that follow that thinking becomes insane. So now this is his world. It was given unto him because of Adam and Eve's fall, and they kind of like gave themselves into his, his form of government, governing. And everyone's doing their own thing now. See, instead of doing the Lord's work and doing what the Lord says, they're doing their own thing. And there's consequences. People reap okay, what they hold that thought. Hold that thought. Let me interject now. Hold that thought. Let me, let, 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 me back, let me back it with Scripture. I heard you say, 1 Corinthians 3.16, know ye not, your body is a temple of God. If you, if you yield your body to the temple of unrighteousness, then what do you become? So I heard you say, you know, there are functional alcoholics that hold jobs, go to work, and do all these things, the same as in the body of Christ. If we believe a lie, I heard you say, if we believe this lie, then we become a product of the enemy, Satan, because he is the master of lies, John 10, 10. He's a thief. I heard you say, without love, first Corinthians, the 13th chapter. So you're right on target this morning because that's all I preach, is that without this love, you can't function. You sure. cannot function, and then you can't say, I got love. You can't. See, that's why it brings us. See, everything is on target. The Holy Spirit gave me this word this morning uh, uh, over there where it says in Mark, Mark, the 8th chapter. Look at that what it's saying. We're going to go back to what you said. Uh, uh, right there. And he, let's see where I'm going to be at. I'm going to be in 35, I think. Having a time trying to see this Bible. Let's see, that's 33. He turned around and looked at the disciples and group saying, Get the Mark 8 and 20. Was Mark 8 26? Let me, let me find it out. Anyhow, I know what it says by heart. And it says, I mean, it's, right, it's amazing how you, how you can't even see the scripture. You got it open on the page. Amen. But it, but it was talking about how that we gain everything else, but the soul man forget who it is and where it come from. So he's saying, you know, you can preach all these messages. You can do all these things. Anybody can can stir people. Anybody can mesmerize people. They got people all on the Internet all day long saying a uh, 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 home-based business. But when you go and check in, in, in the comments, you got to check the comments. Amen. You got to check to see what is the root of this fella. And this fella is getting 19 and 20 and $37 
from every individual that believes his hype, and he's not going to give you nothing but some paper. And that paper, if you go and do what that paper say do, you still going to have to add some dollars with that paper when he sent you. So what, what the apostle is saying this morning is the same thing that we're saying, amen, over here in the book of Mark. What profit a man, to what profit would it be to look like you got everything you need when you're really a pauper, when you're really a wretch, when you really are sick? There are many functioning preachers this morning, amen, and I'm going to give it back to you. There are many functioning preachers, got big churches, looking sanctimony and holy and all the other stuff that go along with it. But, baby, behind closed doors, these people are falling. Go ahead, Matter God. Yes, uh, the uh, the emphasis uh, is that the love factor is the most important factor, and love is supreme intelligence. When people demonstrate love, there is no superior way to behave toward mm. treating other people or toward oneself than to love oneself and love the other as one would love themselves. There, there, there's no higher intelligence that a human being can manifest in their life than love. And this is an equal opportunity. Everyone could demonstrate love. It doesn't matter. The same uh, equal opportunity. A person could be blind. A person don't have to have a lot of education. A person that could, 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 not, could be illiterate. But everybody can have the equal opportunity to demonstrate love to others and to love to themselves and to love their God. It's an equal opportunity here. And this is where, this is why love becomes the, 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 the instrument of, of judgment. To the extent that we do not love is to the extent that we will be judged harshly. Because Christ said, to, to the least you do to your brother, you do unto me. It's, it, it's, it's like the love factor is so important that we treat our brothers this way to the extent that Christ said, if you don't treat your brother or sister with love, you're not treating me with love. See? And this is where we have to remember that love is equated with sanity, with soundness of mind, with sound thinking. See? Instead of, instead of us thinking in terms of just the word agape love, we need to think in terms of love being connected with supreme intelligence and soundness of mind. Because whenever people don't demonstrate love, that's what they're doing. They're getting ready to do something crazy because there's no love in their heart, see? And love carries with it respect for other people. It carries with it concern and empathy. It carries with it understanding. And that's why religion means nothing without love. And our minds cannot be sound in their thinking without love. So concentrate on the greatness of God's love, and that love will become great in you. Think, reflect on that greatness of God's love. In many ways, it's manifested. And that great love of God will become greater in you. That's what I was wanting to say, uh, Puzzle, about the about where we're at in terms of, of, of looking at why are we are in the condition we're in financially and economically as a group, not so much as individuals, but as a group, we're dealing with 
recognizing that each person is born into a, a group in society. And that group, based upon how the world sees that group, that's how they will treat the people in that group. So if you are black and you go into a prejudice restaurant, it doesn't matter that, that you or you as an individual because they're not going to treat you necessarily as you as an individual. They're going to treat you based on how they treat your group. So it doesn't matter who go in there, whether you go in there, I go in there, anyone who's part of this black group, they will treat that way. Yeah, because I thought uh, Oprah Winfrey went into a shop. She went into a pro shop, remember? Oh, yes, yes. And, and the lady thought she couldn't have the money to, she said, oh, you couldn't afford that. You can't afford that. Uh, she didn't want to show Oprah. This is what I'm saying. This is a perfect example, Pastor, what you just said there. Perfect example of how no matter who you are as an individual, you're being you're being treated based upon coming from a social group, and even like the Japanese after World War II, after war with Japan, anyone who was a Japanese in America was put in concentration camps, not because they were uh, uh, they were not uh, uh, faithful to the country or didn't want to be a citizen of the country, but because they were born with the Japanese blood in them. And mm -hmm. America was at war with Japan. And so they got treated like that. And so and here's the deal. And here, here's the deal, Apostle. Here's the deal. You know, as I begin to uh, uh, dream and, and, and be inspired by the Lord and see visions and all the things that he do, amen, when he began to give us knowledge, you know, I begin to look at the situation about the president and everything. One president comes and, and begets another, and he begets another, Abraham Lincoln, you know, Carter, you know, on and on and on. All these presidents, <clears throat> you understand me, they must be, you understand me, you know, when you start talking about presidents and government and everything, all these people, they have one thing in common. That one thing in common is to keep this thing rolling as the Romans, as the British say, if you won't roll this, if you don't want to roll it the way British say roll it, Rome say roll it, because you got to remember, Constantinople and all these fellows, you understand me, whatever they did back then, you know, the lie that they planted in the Bible and all these things that they have taught people's religion and all this, how they have killed people in the name of the Lord and has put things in the Bible saying, do good to your slave mouse and all that. You know, all these things were written in the Bible by another man that did not hold your best interest at heart, but he put it there. You understand, like Donald Trump. Donald Trump is doing what he has to do. Donald Trump must, you know, is somebody going to bring us to a third world war? Is that not what the Bible said? Yeah, well, it's, what will happen is there'll have to be uh, almost an intervention by by the Savior Christ because the the world would, would be destroyed if, if God don't intervene. He said he's going to bring the ruin those who are ruining the earth. That's what the scripture in Revelation says, that God will bring to ruin those ruining the earth. And we know who's but ruining he also the earth. Said, yeah, but he, but, but he also said that, you know, a man will raise up, you understand me, and nations, okay. He said that they will kill you in the name of the Lord. He said that lawlessness will abide. You know, the law, the lawbreaker will run rapid. The man kills the... 
he killed someone and he made it on live. He made a, uh, a Facebook or a YouTube live. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, you know, that was a, 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 an old 72 time retired old man in his 70s. And this guy was a young, young black man who shot an old black man who had retired. And he was just picking up cans in the street. And and this, this young black guy, because he was angry with his, his girlfriend, here he took out his anger on this old man that he had no never seen before. This is where we're talking about the insanity that people have. We're dealing with a mindset of insanity, and that was a clear demonstration of how a young old school was shot by new school, and that's terrible. See, that's part of the Willie Lynch syndrome. That was when you divide the older man and the younger man. Now it's at the point where the younger man is killing the older man. And this is where that insanity has to has to become identified for what it is, see? Because yeah. a lot of times people want to defend, they have a right to do for their own opinion. It's, and it's like, you, you, you know, what's right for you may not be right for me, and what's good for you may not be good for me. So they got it where right and wrong, which is morality, is based on opinions, as if there's well, no absolute right and wrong. And, and this is I'm where saying. we're dealing with a diseased mind because there are, there are absolute things that are wrong, absolutely wrong. For instance, rape is always wrong. It never can be justified. It's an absolute wrong. And, 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 and free, clean, fresh air, clean, fresh water, these are absolute good. These are things that are good for all people. See? So there are absolute goods and bads. And here is where we don't, we have to be careful not to get off into that disease thinking that everybody's opinion is, is going to be okay, and, and it's not. There are certain areas where a person's opinion is not in harmony with what is truth. Therefore, they are delusional. A person's opinion can, can only basically confirm their delusionary state of mind. So, so that's why it. we need this word. That's why to differentiate and to be able to uh, be educated, you know, you know, you can go to you can go to school all you want to, you can get all the degrees all you want to, but without that direct, you understand me, spirit, the spirit of love, the spirit of love beget kindness, beget charity, beget hope, suffer long, not right. easily tempted, not easily provoked. First Corinthians thirteen chapter, so. It brings me back to the soulless realm. Here it is. We have this soul, you understand me? And the soul of man, you understand me, it really is the it's the central part of one's everything. You know, they, they, they talk about the DNA. The soul is, uh, 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 Hebrews 4.12, I think it said, that uh, this, this is saying, uh, it, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Piercing me the sun to separate the Jordan from the mire, and is the designer of every thought and intent of the heart. And out of the heart flows the what? The mouth. Issues of life. So yeah. if a man could kill a baby, if a man could kill an old man, if a man could cut off a woman's torsos, you understand? Yes. He just lost his soul. 
Because how do you live with yourself? You understand me? After well, doing something, he's gotten killed. He was killed by police. The police chased him, and they said in the process of the car getting out of control, he also shot himself. He shot himself in the head, supposedly. So now he's dead. Now both of them are dead. The old man is dead, and he's dead. So two people dead for no good apparent reason at all, other than insanity. No love so, being there. So, 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 Apostle, if yeah. we don't recognize, you understand me, what are we in this race for this morning? Are we in it for popularity? Are we in it for the dollar? What are you? Why do you preach the gospel? What What is your call for preaching the word? What 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 brings you on the scene that the you love. should carry the love? See, if you as you see, Christ said, "God forgive them." They not know what they do. The more information you 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 recognize about life, the more educated you become. The greater the love you have to display. See, you've got to increase, as you increase in knowledge, you have to increase in love equally. Otherwise, you'll look down on people and get puffed up in pride. But this is why Christ said, God forgive them, then I know what they do. So a lot of times when you're dealing with people, if you already know that you're dealing with the functionally insane, you already recognize this. So when you deal with people, you realize that a lot of times when they strike at you or say things mean to you, a lot of times you don't have to take it personal. Because a lot of times people will go off and they will go off so deep that you recognize well, this situation that we've experienced really doesn't call for that amount of anger. So something else is going on here. Usually what's going on is that they have other issues and they're taking them out on you. And they might be taking them out on you because you, they love you. And that's kind of weird because what happens is we, we, we have a tendency to let out all of what's inside us around those who we most love. See? That's right. That's right. That's see? right. That's and, right. And this is where this is where, you know, we have to recognize God forgive them, they not know what they do. There's a lot of pressure going on. There's other issues that they're dealing with. And you got this is where we turn the cheek. See? Turn the cheek. Don't don't go there with them. Don't go there. And, 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 you know, because they know what they're doing. That's they're right. That's right. And let's be bigger That's than right. them. Let's be bigger than them. Let's pray for them. And see, in order to be a a, a true follower of, of 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 the Christ, you really you really got to have a lot of love, and you got to have a lot of maturity. It takes a lot of maturity because you're operating on the tenth floor and you're seeing things from the tenth floor when most people are on that first, on that ground level. There's just certain things they just don't see, and, and they're not there. And because we're there, because we see, we have to take consideration where they're located, the state of mind that they're in. Because this is a battle for the minds of men and women. See, everybody wants you to think according to their way. You know, yeah. they want you to think, you know, accept this. They all, everyone's selling us something. The media is full of nothing but time, top, top focusing on on trying to sell us something to think their way to influence us. See, and it so it's working pretty good. It's working oh, pretty it's good. Working. You know, yeah, because, uh, uh, yes. 
First John, the fourth chapter, you know, it talks about this perfect love. It says perfect love casts out all fear, you see? But these people that are running in fear, they're running in fear that they're not going to be able to make their mortgage payment. You know, so many things is happening, you understand? But my thing about walking in the light is that when you are in this light, the ones that are in darkness, they look at you as if your life was tainted with pain or something. You understand? Yes. So we have to get the mindset of the people to look not on the man, but listen and see do he have something. It, you know, it's like, you know, it's like uh, 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 at, a, uh, at the bishop's uh, a birthday party. You know, I was in there and I was telling them about, you know, the turn of the century. They don't want to hear it. Everybody I talk to about the turn of the century, what if? Because we have got to get to the battle of Armageddon. It's like Paul's got to get to Rome. So the the, 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 the the truth of the matter, and here's another word right here this morning. It says uh, uh, out of the book of Job, John, not out of the book of John uh, 12, John 12, and uh, uh, 24. Most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and die, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. He who loves his life will lose it, and he who hates his life in the world will keep it. For eternal life, if anyone serves me, let him follow me. And where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my father will honor. So right here now, if we would stop serving the creation, because, you know, we're, we're trying to pay the card note, you know, which is okay. We're trying to, you know, keep the bills paid and everything, which is okay. But it's not meant, it's not meant to struggle to do any of these things. It's no struggle putting your gas, putting the gas, uh, 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 it's no struggle uh, looking at your um, your meter on your uh, on your fuel gauge. If you drive, I know you're not struggling with looking because you got to see where you're going. So if we can look and notice that we need gas in these automobiles and stuff like this and that. While we don't look and take this word serious, you, you, you take E, you can take empty serious on your dashboard, but we don't really take this word, and, and we really don't have nobody that really want to listen to the truth. So, you know, I've been here for years preaching to just what we're talking about now and, and even more so. They won't come for it. They won't come for the truth. Yeah, here's where the we'll time of the Gentiles, the time yeah. of the Gentiles is coming to a close. They don't want to hear the truth no more. This is, what, this is why it's coming to a close, because they reached a point where the wickedness has risen so high in this earth at this point in time that they their love is toward the wrong. And by them rejecting the truth, God sends them strong delusions, see, to believe in, because they don't want to accept his truth. So they get strong delusions. This is what uh, this, uh, the Paul, Pastor Paul was, had brought out in one of the letters uh, about to the uh, congregations there. And I believe it was in Corinth. And uh and the thing is is that uh the uh the people they they are set in their ways 
and doing wrong. And, and well, the Bible said that. The Bible said how to how the Bible said they find not how to do good, for their ways are all just wrong. They just derail. They just keep on just slipping, you know. And and and, and the Bible it talks about how that these people, you understand me, they were bent on folly, and that. You know, with their mouth, you know, they, they sound good. You know, they sounding good. They got all the words right. But how to perform this thing, they find not. And so if you come this morning and you say, hey, listen, you know, I have a method for the madness. Seemed to me that they would rather continue on in madness rather than to come to the method to solve the madness. It's like having it's like having an addiction, and you go into a six month rehab program, but even in the program you still doing what you were doing outside, so you're never going to get free. Yeah, and see, people people are determined to do the wrong thing, or they're determined to do the right thing. And when people are determined to do the wrong thing, they will do wrong, know that they're doing wrong, and they'll continue to do wrong. Because that's, they are determined to do the wrong thing. Those who are determined to do the right thing, they will do right, know that they're doing right, and they'll continue to do right. And, and this is where you have the division between the two things, those that are disciples of the lie and those that are the disciples of the truth. See? And it doesn't matter what religion they're in because religion, truth, there's no religion higher than truth. And there's See? no religion, and religion is of no use without the demonstrations of love. So love and truth are the most important things. Those are the most important things. And so people are determined in, in, in their ways, to, and even the fool thinks he, he is right when he does what he does foolishly. And so here is where uh, the uh, need is for us to constantly self-check. See, see where we are. See where we stand. Because First Corinthians, First Corinthians, uh, um, First Corinthians thirteen five. Examine yourself. Exactly. See, see, you see, you see. That's yeah. why we need the word. Because if we don't have this book, you can go all around the world and, and, and talk about it. But if you say, "Well, do you obey the word of God?" Oh, sure, I obey the word of God. But what does First Corinthians thirteen five say? If you don't already know what it's saying, you can't live what you don't know. Right. We this need is, this word. Well, this is where, see, when we contemplate on love and how it operates, this is where we began to realize that anything, this is the landmark. It, this is what keeps us straight. Anything that makes us intentionally hurt ourselves or somebody else, is not right, is not sane, is not sound. And so that's that's the key. You can do anything you want in life as long as you don't hurt yourself or somebody else. See? And this is where so you're in the law. Yeah, love love is the law of liberty. Love is spoken of as the law of liberty. See? The law of love is the law it gives us freedom. See? The most important thing is that each person can do what they want as long as they demonstrate love to themselves and others. See, if everyone you know, is doing day, what we, we preach, want. We preach Cain slew Abel, I think, day before yesterday. And in looking at that, 
and looking at that, I saw that, you know, his brother, see, nobody raised up and kill a man, you understand? It was something, some motivation, you understand me? It's always something motivated somebody to do something. You know, we have gang initiation, just driving down the street, and uh, uh, and they tell the new gangster, you know, uh, you got to kill somebody, you understand me? So they're just going down the street. So that new gangster, he's so, he's so into wanting to be a gangster, he just shoot the first somebody he sees. You know, yeah, and what yeah. was the cause? What was the cause? The cause was because people are looking for someone to be over them. You hear people talking about, girl, I got to get a job. Man, I'm looking for a job. My boss man, I don't have a boss man. You know, we say all the wrong things, you know. Uh, I try to talk to uh, my sons and a lot of people, and I try and tell them what you do for your boss man, you can do that for your own self. You understand me? And you can become an entrepreneur where you can give other people jobs. So, you know, I, I had a young man yesterday. I pulled him to the car wash. And uh, the young man, he said, sir, I got some Windex and some Tyshine. And for $3, I will uh, do your ties in, uh, uh, in your windows. Well, I really, I really didn't really want to be bothered with him. But what I saw, but I could read that the young man was serious about what he was doing. He wasn't trying to get no drugs and that. He said he, he was trying to stay out of trouble. I could have just told him, "No, I don't need you." But since the magic key is trouble, that's the key word today is trouble. You know. Uh, Get away from it. So as I begin to talk to the young man, as I let him do what he what he wanted to do, I learned that the, that the young man didn't know what he was doing neither. So he was willing to learn. So the young man, I said, son, when you drive, oh, my car wouldn't start. So so since my car wouldn't start, I said, well, son, he said, you want me to dry it off? I said, yeah. I looked at him. He took my chamois. He took my clean chamois, he put it all on the more dirty wheels, and just, just whacked all the dirt. And I showed him two chamois in the beginning. I said, see this chamois with this dirt on it? This is what I use for the lower section of the car. This one I use for the windows. Always do your windows first and then go to the top of your car. You know what I'm teaching. But the young man was teachable. See, some people are not teachable. The young man was teachable. By the young man being teachable, now I have his phone number. I'm going to call the young man out, and I'm going to invite him to some of the other things that the Lord has given me, such as some lawn care, you know, whatever it is. You know, I got some trees people want to get cut, you know. Yes. Show him how to be a tree cutter. I used to cut them trees. Show him. You know, we want to help the young people. We want to show them that you don't have to be a member of anything outside of the body. If right. you are a functioning member, see, yesterday my, my, my members, my site became, my site is active upon the need for this brother. I saw him, my ears, I heard him. And then my hands begin to work because the the guy, the young man, 
he had proven to me that he want to be a member. It's just that the members, these other members, don't see him. They they see people doing what he do. They're not going to invite them to church or wherever they're going to. So, you know, my plight this morning, my plight this morning in the saying all that we have said is that until we can offer them something, because the church is just about left a bad taste in their mouth, by wanting to preach Jesus all the time to them. People running from Jesus now. They used to run to Jesus. But now well, they run from Jesus. Well, yeah, that opens up. See, that this is where this opens up into a conversation concerning the Lord's real identity, uh, his true name, the sacred name that was held on high. See, to have something to be holy and sacred is to is to put it on high. That means it's not something easily that people can get to, see? And God protected his son's true name, the name of Yeshua, from the public. That's right. A person right. that really wants to know God, only those people find out that the name of, of the real name of Jesus is Yeshua, that the name Jesus is the beloved, it's a beloved name, because it's the name we were taught from, from childhood. But that is not the original name that God gave the Messiah, his son. See, the original name was Yeshua, and the name Yah is a, is, a, is a short form of the name God in the scriptures. It's written 40 times in Hebrew. God's name is considered the, 40, the, the, the abbreviation of Yah. So when we say hallelujah, we're saying praise Yah, praise God, the, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Some say Yahweh or Yehovah, Yehoah. There's several ways of pronouncing it, but that's the thing. No one knows the exact pronunciation because the ancient Hebrew did not have the, the vowels in the, in the word. You, you, the reader, as they read the words, they, they included the vowel sounds. And so here is where we have, they call the tetragrammaton. These are four Hebrew letters translated as Y-H-W-H. And then they put the A and the E vowels, like A-E-I-O-U, so they put the first E vowels, A and E, in there. That's how we get the, 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 the name Yahweh. And, but it's, it's really taken from the four Hebrew letters called the tetragrammaton. Tetra means four in Hebrew, and the grammaton, of course, means the letters, four Hebrew letters. The, uh, the, uh, the name of Yeshua was protected and, and, and saved from being uh, used as they use the name Jesus today. You've got comedians making fun of the name Jesus. You've got people that use it oh, almost in a curse in a fashion. It, so people, the name is, 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 is wheeled around, and uh, the, uh, the Father protected the, the sacred name for those who would uh, truly serve him. And and this is where uh, the folks that are not in tune with the truth, uh, what happens is often is that they, when they do hear the truth, they'll ignore it. They, they well, he they, said they, they in listen. the latter days. You know, remember he said, though, in the latter days, some yes, will the depart days. from the truth, giving right. heed to seducing doctrines of devils. That's right. And this and is where... See how we know what time we're in this morning. Yes. 
We need to look around at the trees. We look at the trees. We look at the summer, the winter. We just look at the seasons. If you want to know the time that we're living in, look at the season. If you want to know what he said, look at Genesis 15, 13. That would be a nation and a land that is not there. We're serving 400 years. 400 years will be 2019. Everything that the Father has said concerning Israel, it has came to pass. It was just like, okay, right now in Revelation uh, 3, 9 somewhere, Revelation 3, 9, Revelation 2, 9, it talks about the Jewish people. It said, I know them that call themselves Jews. So who are you talking about? He's talking right. about the so-called Jews. That's why they say Jewish. You either a Jew and there's no ish in it. So yes. yes, yes, you're so on point here. The interesting thing is that if you think about the letter J not being coming into the world until like 500 years ago, prior to that there was no letter J. The 1611 original King James authorized Bible did not have the letter J in it, so the term Jew was not in there. That's the letter, right. The name Jew wasn't in there. Jesus wasn't in there. It was Esus. Uh, a Jew, Jew were called Yehuda with a Jew. Y. Yehuda. And so That's here right. is where, uh, uh, when we think, in, and then it, it was referenced to a, the people in the region. And, and those people who lived in the region of Palestine, where, Jude, where the tribe of Judah was, and, and uh, it dealt with also, it identified proselytes. That means there were Gentiles who became proselytized to the Jewish faith. They got circumcised, and then they agreed to follow the law of Moses. And so this is where they were, were termed uh, Yehudas. But then we find that this, this revised edition of the King James Version, we the interletter was J was introduced, and and then the name Esus was changed to Jesus. And this is the third time that the name uh, of the Lord was changed uh, in the history from the first century onward, because his real original name was Yeshua. But when the when the Bible began to get translated into other languages, this is where they started dealing with these the name Isus, the Gentiles. They wanted to and Isus, uh that name uh actually in the in the Greek language of that time period, Isus was actually means Hell Zeus. That's what it actually meant literally in Greek. And so here is where a lot of the teachings of uh, about the uh, about the the people who were dealing with the, the coming into a knowledge of Christ for the first time. They these Gentiles they they brought in also their language with them, and and oftentimes their language have their own history. So uh, when, uh-huh. when they when they use that term Esus. Well, that, that that name was already being used in their history and in their language. And so right. now that Yeshua took on the characteristics of, of this Greek god, Isus, Zeus, and if you look at the pictures, 
If you look at the pictures, they have it. He looks. They have pictures See that you they look like this. With the long hair, the Christ look. They have them. They, they got the European look of. of so Jesus became a, a, a person that they wrote. They drew pictures of that was not in harmony with the truth, because the truth teaches was that the, the Bible says that Jesus was a man of color. Head like his, had, his skin was like uh, burnt bronze. His hair was like wool. His bronze. His eyes were wool. like fire. And we know people in that part of northeastern Africa. That's where Israel is actually in northeast Africa. It's on that plate uh, of that continent there. And so um, uh, those people were Africans, and we know that they were not blonde-haired, blue-eyed people living in that time. And then why would God even send, uh, if Christ was white, why would he send him down to Egypt when he was a kid with Mary and Joseph so that he wouldn't have to uh, be killed by Herod? Because he, you know, he was after all the young boys because knew, he knew it was that time for the Savior to, to come. And so the, signs were at the, the times were there. And so they were instructed to go down to Egypt to hide. How can you hide if you were a white family with blonde hair and blue eyes in, 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 a, in an area where there's nothing but black-skinned people in Egypt. See, this is where uh, this is where the lies come in, and we have now a name that's posed as being the true name, and that's, this is where the deception comes in. And that is so what true. better way so that to deceive God's people with a hook, with a name that's with right. a hook, to take us that's away right. From the original name that God gave him, and then for us to reason that 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 their name is more important than using the real name of the Son, there's something wrong with that thinking there. And this is where tradition—it's become a tradition for us to use the name of Jesus. This is what well, we you know, hold that, hold that thought right there. Hold that thought right. There. You might—I might as well rattle this off too. You know, the real thing is that. Even when, even when the uh, the Almighty, uh, He gave us a dietary law. You know, He gave us the Book of Leviticus to talk about: don't do this, don't touch that, don't touch your sister law, and you know, don't mess with animals. You know, uh, 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 um, I was trying to call the name of, of of that thing, but anyhow, He told us, you know, the, 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 you know, otherwise He said, "I've given you laws, duties, and statutes." So as the turn of the century come along, they say, well, here's this Jesus, you understand me, and you're not under the law no more, you understand me, because the letter kill it, you see what I'm saying, but you are under grace, okay. But even, but even, even, even Yahshua, he said, you know, think not that I come to destroy the law or the prophet. You see, and this is what's wrong with the church this morning is because they want to have a five-fold ministry, but they don't have the apostle, they don't have the elder. You see, you, you you know, you cannot run the church with a deacon being a deacon for 22 years. The man's 70 years old, and he's been a deacon since he was uh, 32. <laughs> yeah. So we built for 1,700 years. We have built the church wrong. We put names on the church. He said, my, my uh, Jeremiah 7 chapter, he said, my house should be called a house of prayer. So he gave us an inscription on everything, you know, pertaining to, you know, wanting to follow after our king. We have a king, you know. We don't want to be like the Israelites were. 
they 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 were telling Yahshua, they were telling Jesus, you know, uh, our father is Abraham. We've never been in bondage, and that's the way it is today. People are in bondage, and they say, "Oh, I go to churches here, so I go there," you know. And the problem is with these churches is that the peoples by them by by them falling in like they falling in the church. You know, that preacher, he thinks that he really got the word. Well, he got proud of it. But, you know, I believe the message needs to change a little bit. Here. And I believe the way the message needs to change is God is not into your funds. Don't think you can come in here and pay a tithe, give an offering, you understand me, and live any kind of way. You better off to keep your money in your pocket, you understand me, and denounce that thing. Because what good is going to do you to after then done all of that? And you wind up finding yourself in a place, you know, you singing in the choir, you're urshing. Now all of a sudden you find out that God don't accept that. You know, look at Hagar, Hagar, the Hagar, uh, 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 Ishmael. You know, uh, 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 Abraham thought Ishmael was a promised child. But the Lord had promised him a promised child. But he went on and obeyed his wife. You know, see, it's a sin this morning for disobedience. You may have done something that was good, but if he didn't tell you to do it the way you did it, then it's wrong. And we have got to stop letting anything fly. You know, people don't want to hear this message this morning. They don't want to hear what you're saying. They don't want to hear what you're saying is because they have been adapted to believe in a lie. And when truth comes, when truth comes, lie tries best to stand up. But some right. people don't even care if they do perceive the truth. They don't want the truth because the truth means that now I got to start doing right. And I don't want to do right because doing wrong is so easy to do. I would rather keep believing and keep whispering the way I've been whispering and not even worry with all that stuff you're talking about, mister. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just like the Pharisees and the Sadducees during the time of Christ in the first century, they they felt that they had the knowledge of God. They were following the traditions of their forefathers. And and they were had to make a choice. Either they could continue with the, the tradition that they were taught, or they were to follow the truth that Christ was speaking. See? And this is where Christians are today. Christians are today. Or will you follow will you will you continue to deal with the traditional name of Jesus? The beloved name that you learned, that you were taught, that's become the tradition, or do you want to deal with the believe in the truth and and, and, and and speak the true name of the sacred name of the Father? He said, "There's not another name under heaven by which men should be saved." See, there's not another name under heaven, so that there can be no other name other than that that rightful name of Yeshua. And so here is where. Uh, just like in the first century, they had to. It was a choice between going and following the tradition, or following the truth, and not be all accepted by the masses. See, that's the narrow gate. See, that's why Christ had come and go through the narrow gate, because broad and spacious is the road that leads off into destruction. See, so He says, go through the narrow gate, follow the truth. Those of us who want to be led by the Spirit of Truth. We call the Son of God Yeshua. We follow the truth. 
But at the same time, because we understand the the the, the, the mentality of our brothers, some of us never heard that name before. Then it, it would it would it would only be kind and loving for us to 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 take time and explain it to them. And, and and sometimes we'll have to use use the name Jesus initially to talk to them, so that they know who we're talking about. They know that we know what we're talking about, and then slowly let them become aware of the of the truth that this this is not the name. The real name is is Yeshua. See, and then they have then they, it's on it's on them. Paul said, "Let every man be persuaded in his own mind." So each one has to each one has to make uh, uh, their own decision in this area. See, we're not judging nobody. If you want to call the, the Son of God, Jesus, that's on you. But we're letting you know the truth. There's not another name under heaven by which men should be saved. And that name was Yeshua. Could not be Jesus because the name Jesus did not exist until, until a, little, a little over 450 years ago. First time it was ever introduced to the world in the 17th, it was in the 17th century, just a few decades before the independence of the United States. See? So we're dealing with a very, very modern name that's, that, that we were taught to be an old name, one that was in the first century. When people told us that name, the beloved name Jesus, we thought that was the name they were using back in, 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 Christ, in time of Christ. We thought that's what they called Christ. But then we find out that it was not. No, he did. He was that name did not exist until recently. And so here we have a man-made name. See and see, and that's what man has always done. Man has always done because if you look in Deuteronomy twenty-eight chapter. Is what we did to our own stuff because we had it not even. And we had to, you know, the book from Timbuktu, uh, uh, that book, it has, it talks a lot about, you know, uh, the slave, uh, the slave, because I don't. something done, he, he found him a man. He went found him a man, and he Pastor, you're running in and out now for some reason. You're going in and out with the uh, voice. I can't hear in and out. Well, you know, that's the, that's the way these old telephones work. You know, I was okay. saying that he baptized, uh, he finds him a man. And when he finds that man that's willing to obey him, then he doubts him with truth and revelation truth, and he gives him power because he's not going to send you to do anything without power. And that power that he gives you is power over fear because fear is one of the greatest tools that is used to try and bind man. And so what we have to do is we have to come up 
with the scripture. That's why I backed everything you said with a scripture. So therefore, if I read to them the scripture and it's in their Bible and they believe this morning, then all they need to do now is be free. Because we're coming to a, we're coming to a climax here. And if you're going to be saved, you know, if you're going to be saved, you might as well get saved now. A lot of people waiting on Jesus to come back. I should come back. But according to Scripture, again, it says, Our Father who's in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom is coming. will is going to be done as it is in heaven. So then he says, I the city coming down, New Jerusalem. You know, you know, it's interesting, Apostle, about the scripture about the coming, and, mm-hmm. and that word when it talks about the coming of the Christ, that word coming in Greek is is uh, is a parousia, parousia, and that word in Greek has been translated three different ways in the Bible, but primarily it was translated one way several times in several scriptures the same way. See, but but at the same time, you'll, you'll find it translated in different translations of the Bible. For one, one will say coming, the other one will say arrival, and the other one will say uh, coming, arrival, and and here the presence. The other one is presence. That means. So you got three different things. You got someone coming. When someone's coming, that means they're on the way. Arrival means someone has already arrived. They arrived. And presence means that they are here. And they're present. See? So so here is where that word is very interesting to explore and, and, and research because, because when we think in terms of the word coming, that's different from the word Presence or arrival. So the question is, which one is it? Because that's three different things. One's coming, one's on the way, one's just arrived, and one is already in the presence. The presence have the presence is there. So the signs will denote the coming, arrival, or presence of the Christ. And like I said, if you if you look at that word pedosia in Greek. And look at how it was used in other parts of the Bible, other parts of the New Testament. You'll see they use the word presence. So it's, we're dealing with a presence, an unseen presence. Uh, and, and here is where the, the, uh, when the time of the Christ, when the time is for him to come, it says that he will stand up. Initially, He's, the scripture says, sit down at my right hand until I place thy enemies as a stool for your feet. This is what the scripture says in Psalms concerning the Christ. When he enters, when, he, when, he, when he's resurrected and goes back to heaven, the scripture says he's at the right hand of God. He's sitting down at the right hand of God. Now, in Revelation, we find that when the time comes, Christ stands up. See? He stands up now. The scripture says that God will, will have him sit down at my at, at my side until I place your enemies as a stool for your feet. So Christ would be sitting down at the side, right hand of God, waiting for that time, for the appointed time, 
when the enemies of God will be prepared for the under as a stool for for the feet. Now the heavens is the heavens is 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 the uh, the throne of God, and and the earth is His footstool. See, the earth is His footstool. So the earth is the footstool. So when He talks about the enemies being at the feet, it would be at the footstool on the earth. And then in Revelation, we find that the devil and his demons are, are, are go to war with Michael. Twelfth chapter of Revelation, he goes to war with Michael, and Michael is thrown. Michael throws out the devil and all his demons. They could not prevail against him with his angels, and so they're thrown onto the earth. It says, "Woe for the earth, woe for the sea, for the devil has come down having great anger." See, now, now here's the interesting thing here. This scripture here shows that for the first time, the devil and his demons are actually thrown out of heaven to the earth. Now, now, in the book of Job, we know that devil had access to heaven. He was going back and forth, and, and God asked him, had you set your heart on my servant Job? So the devil has been going in and out from heaven from the time of Genesis. He's been having access to the heavens. He was not cast out of the heavens before Genesis. He was still in the heavens. He still had access to go to heavens back and forth, as in the book of Job and other, and other books. When he came down with Jesus and he showed him all the kingdoms of the world, he said, I give you all this. If you, give a, if you do an act of worship before me, bow before me. See, because it was given unto him. See, and so here is where the, 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 the throne of God is the earth, and all the enemies of God will be on the earth, and along, along with the devil and his demons. They will all be, they will all cast out. And now the interesting thing is, is that you can think about all the prisoners in, 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 in America. If you were to take them all and cast them into the state of Texas, wouldn't there be a remarkable change in the state of Texas as far as crime rates? Wouldn't the crime rates go up? Wouldn't there be more... <laughs> Activity like that because all the criminals are in the state of Texas. Right. The, same way, the earth has gotten wicked because all the demons and the devils now have been cast out of the heavens onto the earth. So when he found out he couldn't have heaven no more, he said he'll go down to man now. So that's what he's doing. So when you see all these peoples and the delusion, having delusion and and and, and they preaching this gospel. And they're saying, you know, well, this is what I believe. No, your belief in what God said is two different things. Right. Yes. You see, you see, you notice in World War One, World War One. Why was it called World War One? Because we've had so many wars throughout human history, wars and wars. Remember, Christ said there'll be wars and rumors of wars, but the end is not yet. But nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. So. We're dealing with this World War I where all the nations of the earth, this is what makes it different. That's why it's called number one. First war in human history called number one actually was called the Great War because it was the greatest war since, since that time. They started calling it World War I after the World War II began. See, that's when the Great War was called World War I, and then the name World War II came. But here is where... For all these wars throughout human history, why are we calling these wars one and two? Because all the world was involved. 
unlike any time before. And just as war broke out in heaven in World War One in 1914, war also was broke out in, in, in on the earth. It says, as in the heavens, so shall it be on the earth. See? And, and, and so here is where the kingdom of God will be established first in heaven, according to the prophet, the prayer, let thy kingdom come in heaven, then all. So the heavens will be it's cleaned, cleared up. Now the earth, we're in that state of war with the, with the devil and his hordes of demons, and they have come to wage war against the saints. And those who, who will bear the mark of uh, Christ on their forehead, the love of the love and, 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 and the name of Christ, they, those who are following his true doctrine and teaching. And so here is where we're at war. For the first time, like on, on ever, on, like in history before, and it's notice, look at, look at what's happened since World War I. Look at the amount of technology that's happened with just one hundred years. If you compare the last hundred years of all this new technology that's come out to all the thousands of years of recorded history, we find that there is something very strange about this because man has got this all of a sudden this burst of, of new technology and, and for the first, like my dad, he, he was born in 1902. He lived to 109. He saw, he remembered a time when there was no TV, no radio, no, there was none of that. No airplanes flying, none of that. People were dealing with horses for the most part. And then only a few people could afford to afford until the prices started going down. And he's seen it all within one lifetime. He seen man go from 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 horse and buggy all the way to 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 the moon, and so here is where this vast information uh, uh, that that man got this explosion in technology. It compares us to the time of Enoch, when Enoch in the in the in the book of Enoch he mentions how uh, the angels uh, they 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 had taught humankind. Weapons, weaponry, and how to make swords and spears. So, so the technology of man, a lot of this technology that's very destructive, has a lot to do with demonic forces. Because they would love to see the earth ruined. They would love to see it totally ruined. God says that he will bring to ruin those ruining the earth. And so here is where there's going to be an intervention. There'll be an intervention. Before, because God knows how to save his people. He knows how to deliver the righteous from the unrighteous. So if there's a nuclear war, everybody's dead. How does it work? How does God make the, the, the distinction between the righteous? That's what Paul, that's what Abraham asked God. How do you, can you, how do you save the righteous with, with the, uh, from the unrighteous? He said he knows he he know how to save them. He knows how to do it. Yes. And so this is where God knows he has his plan to save the, the righteous, uh, 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 even though the, uh, right, they'll be uh, right along with the unrighteous, they'll be protected. And so here is where we at that time of the, of the coming or the arrival or the presence. This is where that scripture says, when it comes down to, this is, these are the signs that would happen. We know the signs are here. So the question is, did the Messiah, Yeshua, 
Is it is it is it is it this parousia, this Greek word of, that's translated in, in one version is coming, another version is arrival, and another one is presence. And here is where uh, one could do a little research and find out which one do they think that the scripture actually says and which is appropriate for that particular scripture there in Matthew where it talks about the coming of the Lord or the arrival of the Lord or the presence of the Lord. See? And this is, how one, this is how one does Bible study. Show thyself approved. Once, there are oftentimes we have to go to the original language because the translators sometimes, they, they use words that will promote their particular doctrine or belief system. See? So you notice that each uh, denominational group has their own uh, Bible translation. They have their own Bible commentary, their own Bible dictionary and all. Because they're coming from different uh, different schools of thought, see, you've got you've got a lot of different different thoughts and different theologies and belief systems, and that's what is called Christianity today. The question is, how do we know who's right? How do you know if you're worshiping in the right way? Well, Christ made it very easy for us. He says, "By this shall all know that you are my disciples if you have love among yourselves." So if your doctrine is teaching you how to demonstrate love to your brothers and sisters, then you know you've got something good there. But here's what's happening with the, with, the, with the challenge of love in our brothers and sisters. What's happening is that we've been taught the going out of the loan approach. Every month for himself, I got to take care of my household and you taking care of your household. I got mine and you get yours. And that type of mentality has no love. That's the mentality that the unbelievers use. And, and, and hold that thought right there. Hold that thought. Majority of our mega churches, their members, you understand me, they don't tell them that verbatim, but they actually do that because they're following after a spirit, you see. So I go to uh, 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 St. John, as you go to... Uh, New life. So we don't fellowship one with the other because of our teaching. It defers. It, it, it differs a little bit here. And that yeah. thing need to be broken. That thing need to be broken because, see, for 1,700 years, you know, we see Yahshua. He walked amongst the peoples daily. He taught them, you know, here it is. I'm up on a pedestal in this church, you understand me? And the peoples are down. But now all of us in this church has gifts. God has given every man a measure of faith. Every man has a gift from God. When and how do these gifts operate if there's a dictator? It's like being in a communist nation. You you can't do your own thing. You know, they delegate your bicycle. They're going to give you a bicycle to go to work. Cuba, you're gonna go and you're gonna do your, uh, your 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 nursing, your your doctrine, your mechanic, your uh, pilot, but you're not gonna get any wages for your work because the system has been set. Here in the system of Christ, every man is free that walks in love. But you see, in some of these churches. You can go in there, and they, they just about don't want you in there. Because why? 
because they can see who you are. So when the apostle, when the apostle and the prophet is in the prophet, and all them come together, then we can have some church. Until then, until then, all these mega churches that is operating, they're only operating with this book, the Bible, in their hand. But they're not holding true to the doctrine. Well, that's true. See, see here, if we think about the, uh, the, the, the parable of the ten virgins. Uh, this is a time of, uh, the, you know, the, the, the saints are spoken of as, as virgins. Uh, they're spiritually committed to, to marry the Lord. In, in, in a, in a, in a, this is where you have the symbols of the wedding day, the wedding uh, and the marriage uh, between the Lord and his church. Now, these churches are all virgins. They all propose to be uh, in a relationship with Christ and to be married with the Lord, see, and to rule with him. And, and so we have a situation where there was certain virgins in the parable that had oil. They had lamps, and, and, and it, was, it was dark. And this is the time that the Lord is returning, the hour is dark. The, the knowledge is, is, is dark. It's, it, this is where it's no light. People that are dealing with an area of no spiritual light. And only those with the lamp. Jesus said, keep your lamps burning. He said, told us, keep your lamps burning. So the lamps, those with the lamp, with the light, would be able to see in this dark world at this time of, when the Lord is returning. So these ten virgins now are going out. These, te- these are different churches with different belief systems, all claiming to be the one. I'm going to be with the Lord. I'm going to be with the Lord. See? And so, so what happens is that five of the virgins, they don't take additional oil. Now, first of all, what is the lamp? Well, Jeremiah says, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Your what? Your what? Your word is a lamp unto my feet. And a so lamp. without the word, so without the word, the word is the Bible. So, but the not without, but without it, without, without, without the word, you can't see. Okay, you can't see because the word is 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 like unto the lamp. Now, interesting thing is about the lamp is that the lamp is an oil lamp. See. And and the oil lamp has has seven receptacles. See, you seen you seen the lamp. You seen you seen the Jewish lamp with the seven receptacles, the menorah. That's the menorah. That's the oil. It's an oil lamp, the menorah. And that menorah, that that is the lamp of God. And, and so and so the oil has to be in the lamp. The oil is a representative of the Holy Spirit, the anointed oil that would go on the king. See? And we're supposed to end up being the kings and the queens, so they get the oil, they get the anointing of the Holy Spirit. So now we can have the word of God. You can't understand the word of God without the Holy Spirit. You need the spirit of truth. So what has happened today in this dispensation in time is that the uh, the Father has revealed unto those, you understand me, and he said he revealed it unto the apostles because 
you know, uh, we're, we're not self-made apostles, you know. Uh, it's the knowledge. It is, you, you would know an apostle because the apostle, uh, he's a prophet, you know. Uh, she's a prophetess, you know. Uh, you see, when you start getting women's raising up, talking about uh, their bishops and stuff, you know, I even myself, you understand me, I don't walk in the call of a bishop. You understand? Uh, people are taking these names and just throwing them in it. They're just, just affixing them to themselves. And no yeah. well, your daddy didn't name you Johnny. Your name ain't Johnny. When we was in school, they called you Bobby. But now you want to change your name to Johnny because you want to do what Johnny do. See, Johnny is dead. It's like people, they go and they get dead folks' names so they can get their social security number. They still get checks for dead people. People that died getting four five thousand dollars a month on VA check. If somebody wise enough, think they wise enough to go and still get that deceased person check. So if they would do things like that in the earth today, how much more will they not rob God, Amen? And the people are being robbed this morning. The people are being uh, 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 they have sap over their eyes, and you know, I well, think here's, where, here's where we we've got these different denominations and different belief systems in in Christianity of today. And they are likened to those who are the ten virgins. And there will be those that would have their oil and their lamps and they would have run out in this darkness of the of the of the hour of the returning of the Christ. And those that would have the oil, they would continue in the spiritual light because they brought along additional oil in their receptacles, they were the discreet ones. They were, they were the wise uh, uh, virgins who, who recognized that they would have to continuously store up that knowledge and that spiritual uh, weapon of God because here is the only way we can understand the word of God is by having the Holy Spirit. We need the truth. Otherwise, we don't get it right. And that's how we stay in the darkness. So, so here we find this, this is when Christ does come, only those that, that had the oils and their lamps burning was taken in with him. See, well, the other virgins, they, they, they stayed in the explain dark. The all, though. Explain all, Apostle, because you see, yes. the people need to know what you're talking about because, yes. you understand me, some of them don't have the slightest idea of what yes. is this okay. all that the oil, we're talking about. When we talk about the oil, we're talking about the lamp. Of, see, see, Christ says to us, keep your lamps burning, and the ten virgins in the parable had lamps, and they had oil in the lamps, and some of them ran out of oil. The lamp is the way you see. If you don't have oil, you can't see. You could have a lamp, but you can't see with the lamp if you don't have the oil. You could have the Bible, but you can't understand the Bible if you don't have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is likened to oil, the anointing oil. So the Holy Spirit is symbolic of the oil. The oil is symbolic of the Holy Spirit. The oil would be the thing that, 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 that the kings would have their head anointed. They would anoint the king with the oil. See? And so the oil which this was, the, the, was, was, the, was God's spirit as if poured upon these people. So when you receive the spirit as a saint, see, when you, especially in this time that we're in, those who got the spirit can understand the word of God. Those who do not have the oil, do not have the Holy Spirit, they don't understand the word. 
They're in the dark, like the like the so virgin. Could that, in the so could that be? So could that be why so many preachers have fallen? Could that be the? Uh, you know, and I'm, and yeah. I'm a firm believer this morning because you know you and I both and everybody that are listening to this here, we're being tempted on every hand. If it's not a woman, if it's not a man, if it's not, uh, 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 you know, if you tell them yes, you're going to get this package when you're supposed to be telling them no and don't worry about. No, it's kind of like uh, uh, Elisha running behind, uh, running behind the the man with the leprosy. He sent out, uh, he sent Laman, Laman. He sent out, uh, 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 he sent his servant to Elisha, and Elisha uh, uh, ran back after him because Elisha said, "Who am I that I should take all this junk from you? You know, take that junk back to that man. Tell him to go and dip." You understand? So he gave him a word of knowledge, but Elisha had been with Elisha all this time. No, Elisha don't want no stuff. He he, he just wanted the anointing. The anointing alone it begets everything. You know, uh, uh, Elisha was at the brook of Zerophat being sustained by a raven, and then he went on down to the wilderness house. So I say all these things to try and bring your focus back to the area of that. Everything we need is tied up in the Word. That's why he said in the beginning was the Word. The Word was God. The Word was with God. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and he beheld his own, the glory. You know, and this glory this morning is the oil, is the oil, is the Word, is it. Everything stems from a Word. You can't even go in a grocery store, you understand? You can be a deaf mute, and you can have one twenty dollars worth of gas. You got to make some kind of motion to him. For him to understand, you give him twenty dollars, he won't know what you want. You see, so here it is this morning, Hallelujah! You know, the Holy God of Israel, He has placed into every man, Hallelujah, that wants to obey this morning. Everyone that wants to hear the truth, so that they can be free, glory to God. He has given it to them. All they need to do, Amen, is to believe this morning. Your Father, we thank you for. Your word. We thank you for the apostle this morning, Amen. Bringing clarity uh, about this oil. Why would a man gain the whole world? Excuse me, and lose his soul. Help the message today to go out amongst your people and to set things in order today. You and you alone are worthy, Father. I thank you for. The man of God, Amen. The disciple of God. We're all just disciples of you, yeah, Father. Do you know? I, I, I got cut off for a minute there. And we give you the glory and the Most High, Yah, Selah, Hallelujah. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.